we've interrupted this podcast episode to tell you to like the video. Yeah. Because sometimes you forget and we only tell you right at the end. Some of you are not even watch it right at the end. So you better the like it right now. Otherwise we're not going to do any episode. We'll just sit here staring at the yeah. screen. Like the video, comment, save, share. We'll give you five seconds. And now some of you are not even subscribed. You're going to do us like that. Yeah, that's true. Just subscribe. Yeah. Like, stop being stingy. Come on, guys. It's Come like on. Charity. Just one Please, hang on the wall. Into the episode. Video. Yo, what's good, people? Welcome back to the... Sadly Relatable Podcast. We back, baby. Yay, yay. Ooh, you've been hitting them with vim. I know, and I'm ill today, so... Yeah, Nishan's yeah, actually showing yeah. out for us, finally. <laughs> After years. See these little <laughs> passive-aggressive That's a joke. <laughs> Calm down, gee gosh. I'm anyway. sticking my middle finger up behind this hand, but you guys did say you'd like us to stop swearing, so I'm going to do that just yeah. for you pricks. Do you, that's not even funny. That was a joke. No. Why are you so protective? We should cancel you. Oh, it's already been done. Anyway, how's life going? Life's wrong. <laughs> how's your life? Good, alhamdulillah. Chilling. Nothing really, ch- like week to week, it's, it's easier to come back after like five months not like, posting. This happened, like, this, this happened. happened. <laughs> yeah, just Literally, like, I feel like I just finished editing the last episode. I know, no, but I say that a calm, boring life is better than like one that's just too much going on sometimes. Yeah, but actually like on the topic of that, I feel like it's better to be busy than it is to always be bored. Yeah, I get, but I get it, but you don't have to be busy in the sense of like, bear to talk about as in oh my god this ha-. you could be busy because I've, I've been busy and I'm sure you've been busy but it's not something we're going to sit and talk yeah, about yeah true like running errands and doing yeah, all these little like, things yeah <laughs> <laughs> go through my to-do list yeah so you. today I went shopping you yeah. never guess what they had a two for one discount I was about to make that joke you prick but that's like adult life innit do you know what I find it's so funny being married um, if we you didn't know it, I'm you're married, married. <laughs> Um, I really enjoy grocery shopping. Whereas before, I remember when going with like when we were kids, and just like, oh. But now I go and I just I just find it so interesting seeing all the different like aisles and food. I sound like an idiot. It is really old. Like, is there anything you like fun that you do? No. Is that like the highlight of your week? That is. No, nah, I'm joking. I do, but I do. F- I just realise that like I enjoy going in there and just seeing what there is. And also, one thing before, by the way, I realised how reckless I was with money before I got married. I would never go to a grocery store and like look at the price grocery or something. Grocery store. We're not in America, <laughs> bro. Sorry, sorry. I just get, came back recently. <laughs> it's lit. We get it. You went to New York once. <laughs> and LA the year before. Okay, we get it. Jeez, what can I say, Shop- dude? I went What's to the, it called? I went to the grocery store. I Supermarket. found some. Supermarket. I went to the grocery store. So I've never actually looked at prices. No, no, no. Yeah, no, that was terrible. It. Yeah, that was disgusting. You literally can't even do an American accent. I can, but it's actually more Southern than it is. Um, no, 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 no. Stop. You literally can't do it. You're trying oh, to. Yes, I'm from too- Alabama. Where are you from? From. North Carolina. You actually do it quite good. Do you remember when you did it on that Omegle video? I wanted to react to that and <laughs> blur me jokes. out. One day. <laughs> no, we should do it like later on. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Because like, yeah, end of the episode. But yeah, my best accent is... You know you're Scottish. Hey, that's If my you're shortbread, it's sugary. And, and your brew, brew is iron. iron. So. You're wee lad. <laughs> I need help, sorry. You do need help. Anyway, what I was trying to say, sorry, before we get into it. Um, grocery stores. I never, look, not grocery stores. Supermarket. 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 Ugh, supermarket's so. <laughs> no, it sounds so like you're in the gutter. Anyway. Um, supermarket. What's super about this market that is big? <laughs> the prices. It's really like cost of living. <laughs> Damn, it's hitting hard. <laughs> no, but I'm go just on. saying, like, I feel like adult life has hit me where I have to go in and just get whatever. But now I'm, like, realising the difference when there's, like, an orange or a lemon. There's, like, three pound ones, 
or like 90p ones. Yeah. Whereas before, it's just grab whatever, thinking yeah. that they're all the same. And the 90p ones taste like poo. I haven't ta- I haven't tried the 90p ones. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm joking. You know what? That being said, right? I agree because something hits you, right? There is a cost of living. Yeah. I used to get makeup remover. I use micellar water, yeah? And it's like this small, yeah. right? Let's say this small and it's water. You make remove your makeup off of it and then I wash off it. Anyway, you don't care. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at it and I was like, it used to be three pounds, Ayo. Nine pounds. What? Nine pounds for like a micellar water. That's not even a normal jump. Like I understand that everything's gone up a little bit, but three to nine. No, as in like. That's not real. Come on, no, it, it is. No, it is. But the thing is, I haven't bought the big, big bottles. They've got like different size bottles. So I, the last time I bought big bottles, like two years ago. Okay. Do you get and it? It was three pounds. No, it, was it three pounds, guys? And she was talking about she got one that was this big no. and then one that was this big. <laughs> no, the little ones were like, these are one pound basically. Yeah. And then they've got a medium sized one and then they've got a big one, right? Mm-hmm. Nine pounds for water. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, so why do you, you're like, for water, well, just use water then. No, you can't just. So it clearly it has a purpose. Not. Yeah, but that's not the point. <laughs> nah, Nine pounds. That is mad. But yeah, I'm, I saw a video on TikTok and the guy was basically showing the old prices of things. Mm-hmm. And it was like 9p for this and like 30p for this. Do you remember what you get like a pair of trainers for like 20 pounds, 30 pounds? No. Now every trainer is like standard 80 to 100 that's, or 110. Sorry, that's insane. And you know what's even crazier is the fact that let's say a 100 pounds pair of trainers, right? And mm-hmm. let's just say the average person is making 10, pa- 10 pounds an hour, right? Yeah. Ayob. It took you 15 hours to pay for the Andrejian. <laughs> I'm like, what? Clock. I was like, what? I thought you, you talked about you, I thought you were saying it in a, a general sense. No, it took you 10 hours to pay for those 100 pound trainers. <laughs> yeah, initially, I can't lie to you. This is where I feel like I'm sometimes a bit detached from the reality that most people live. Because obviously, I've only ever worked a job like that a few times and my job income comes differently. Um, so I never have weighed up how many hours I'd have to put in yeah, to pay yeah. for stuff. I was doing it the other day with my friend and I was thinking, this actually equivalent is equivalent to your hours that you've put in. So like you're buying like a £10 thing, but that's like an hour or just under. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When you spend takeout £20, £30, you, you had to put... two hours! For the, you know what's mad? So I, when I when I ha- And by the way, guys... This isn't us like. This isn't us insulting it. This is us saying like, damn. This like, is like how, why the frick is the world that's like? That's the way me? you have to. You have to give your your time. Yeah, f- and it's the same with us. Yeah. It's just we can't. And sometimes we don't work for a period of time. And yeah, it's yeah. Some, so it's the no, same. Yeah, we still have to put time in to get the money, but we don't have shifts. Yeah, so where to we're told calculate like, yeah. how much we actually make in that hour. If that so makes we, sense. I wonder how much that'd be interesting if we did find no, out. We could break it down as well, but I'm just saying. Yeah, but you got to think of editing and then the emailing and it, do you get it? Yeah, so yeah, the yeah. hours. But yeah, when I was working like on, I was getting paid on an hourly basis basis i remember i started to spend my money better because i'd be like look at something and i'd be like sorry this ain't worth three hours of my life yeah i'm I'm basically giving you my life think about it for this and that that helped me like (laughs) i'm sitting here like that's mad such a normal thing that the world no it's normal (laughs) but i'm saying it's so horrible that that's the way this life is set up i think that's why a lot of people now are trying to maximize their income no but it's the same thing time. with us as well like no but in general like i think the world is moving i don't know if you've seen a shift but i feel like a lot of people are becoming more business minded and especially because now the economy is actually going down a lot of people are trying to figure out ways to make money yeah, I have seen people it. are moving abroad would you like have you seen some loads of people moving to dubai what do you think about that actually? i've seen it but before we move off the topic i wanted to say that i'm not just talking about people who do get paid per hour mm-hmm. i'm saying for even for us yeah it's like an object and then for self-employed people as well, 
you'd have something that you'll can buy mm. and then your time. And it's like, I'm giving you my time, my hard, my life yeah. for this. Yeah. Do you, A, you'll deep it for a second. I know, it's a, bit, it gets, it's a bit scary when you think about it. But do you know what? And we're going to die. Listen, wait, listen to this, right? <laughs> Let's say this is our life, right? Yeah. Here is death, yeah? And what we choose to do here is just our life that we've given. Yeah. So we're giving you chunks of that for this physical... things. Oh my it's, God. It's, do you know what? It's all, have you watched the movie In Time? No. With Justin Timberlake? Oh, oh such sick a sick movie. movie. But that's like an extreme concept of what we're actually doing. It like, is. Because w- they're paying with their lifetime. But what we're doing is the exact same thing. But what we're doing is we're getting money and then taking that and then paying for the thing. So he's like, oh, here's an hour of my time for this coffee. But we're his, doing- they're, they're just showing us a shortcut. Whereas we're like, all right, we go and work an hour, get the money and then go, yeah. can I get a coffee? <laughs> oh my. So we're basically all living like we're that. We're similar, but obviously they can live like millions of years. Yeah, they like- can get like millions of time on their thing. But still, I'd, same I'd, concept. If that was the concept, guys. So basically how it works is, if you haven't watched a movie... Go watch it. It's actually a hard movie. It's a good movie. So instead of paying with money, the currency is time on your arm. So your lifetime, basically. Your lifetime. So let's say you, when you're first, like 18 or something, you're given 10 years. And then obviously the richest people have like millions of years and it's how they pay for things. Yeah. So the whole concept of the movie is everyone stops growing at the age of like 25 or 35, one of the two. Yeah, yeah, I think 30. it's 25. Oh, maybe 25 because yeah. his mom looks similar to him. Yeah. And um, and then what happens is you've you got to work and it's basically like time is money basically that's what it is and you have the numbers on your wrist and you could like if you become a billionaire you've got all these years to live and then if it goes to like one pound i mean one One hour hour, you've that's you're gonna die and it's counting down by the way it's not just you've got it it's uh, uh, the hour is counting down so you could come to like you if you're poor broke live in poverty you have two minutes left if no one gives you any money or any any time you'll die but the movie is quite sick it's basically how i would walk around the hood like oh no my hand is here. <laughs> I hope no one take takes it. all my time. <laughs> now nah, that's a. J- I should need to stop. I am yeah, like I'm a dark humor you. girl, right? But it's because I make jokes about mental, like my mental health. But I need to stop me start being positive. Yes, yeah, true. I'll go and I'll rob people's time so I can live longer because I'm happy. <laughs> that was you want to stay? Joke. You had to force that one out, didn't you? Last night. But now, what's good? What are you thinking about all this stuff? Like people moving to Dubai and stuff. Like so. I definitely think that living in the UK is not it. Yeah. Personally, living in London ain't it. Yeah. I'm going to be completely honest with you. When I lived at home, it was nice coming to London. I'm sure it's like that for you. It's nice coming to London. London's nice. Yeah. I've lived here for three years. But I already knew I wouldn't want to live in London. Like, I come here enough to know that I can enjoy it, but not have to live here. I had to make that mistake myself. Yeah. And I just really... Have, have you ever been somewhere, Ayob, and you're like itching to leave like you're like i hate it i can't do or think about anything till i get up i don't know how to explain it i have this theory that london yeah Mm -hmm. there's like a circle around it and in that circle there's just bare negativity and like like a bubble yes like Like a simpsons movie yes the dome that's what i think about london don't get it twisted you can have fun here there's there's lovely people here as well i'm not saying it's all bad but i just feel like it's just not it i don't know if it's there's a lot going on like You'd think I'd go on my balcony, right? Yeah. To get some fresh air in the morning. All you're hearing is loud noises, cars, this, that. It's but that's city life. I don't like it. Yeah, I think... Maybe because I grew up, like, countryside. Yeah, yeah. I think um, you definitely do appreciate it more when you get older. Like, even me, I go for walks in my area and I'm like, this is like... I'm still amazed by it every single time. I look around, I'm like, yeah. oh my God, there's like trees, there's a forest here, there's a river, there's this. I'm like, <coughs> I love it. But then... I do, it does get boring. You know when you want to do something and you're out there and you're like, 
But then that's why you just drive to London. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why, that's why I find it nice. easy to drive up here as well. Exactly. And think about it. We had kind of a lit childhood in the sense of living in the, like, I want to say countryside, but living in somewhere where there's a lot of greenery and yeah. it's not like a huge city. Because think about, you know how the quarry, mm-hmm. so basically guys. Oh, that was mad. I'm sorry, but how lit, some, think about summer. That was so dangerous at the same time. I'm like, pretty sure like someone passed away th- there. Multiple people died there. So in Cambridge, and the reason why it's like, interesting is because it isn't somewhere you can just go to you have to yeah. know the route know someone that knows the route yeah so it's actually li- it? yeah i'm not actually have you ever watched bridge of terabithia yes that's you know that vibe job. like we basically there's a massive quarry in in cambridge that was fenced off wait yeah, explain private. to me a quarry is basically like a lake like a big no no with like it can be without water by the way oh. quarry is like it's like a clay like they're dug into the ground type mm. thing that's built up and obviously this one's filled with water and it's got fishes some people go there to fish but like it's locked off because it's not dangerous it's there's not no, legal to go there yeah yeah because there's no um lifeguards Safety, no nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. but Safety it's huge thing. there's like cliffs you can jump off and everything it's like really really cool we'll, we'll insert a picture here yeah um oh yeah we'll, right <laughs> <laughs> anyway so but to get to this place was like bridge of terabithia where you'd have to go through this little forest area and there's like a river and then there was a tree that had fallen down that's I've over the videos, river I'm gonna leave okay yeah. and then you have to walk over that tree not fall into the little river that's there oh. then you have to like find your way through like all the trees in this bushed area and you can't get... take the wrong turn by the yeah. way like you have to know someone that knows it literally I we'll agree. show you it the first time come with us we'll take you and then you go through all these like little bushes and everything and then there's a fence you have to jump over or like someone bent it so it's like this yeah, it's one of the metal in. fence with the spikes on the top and you like you squeeze yourself in and then when you get there all you find is this beautiful quarry beautiful. with a bunch of chavs doing up barbecues. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie, guys. It was lit, like, especially during summertime because you'd go, it'd be, like, kind of silent and then you'd get in there, you'd yeah. do this whole journey and then, like, it'd just be full of, like, everyone from Cambridge, like, where we live. Yeah, they were vibing. And, and people were swimming, like... Oh. It was what was sick about it. It was bare scary, though. I'm not going to lie to you. Because there could safe. be anything. Like, there's literally, there could be, like, leftover equipment or cranes or anything that you could jump in yeah, and, like, yeah. kill yourself. But what's cool about it is that there was little parts where there's small cliffs where you can like run and jump off and it, as it went round, it got the cliffs got higher and higher and you'd find all like people gathering up on the highest cliffs and everyone's lining up like oh he's gonna jump he's gonna jump and, like people jump in doing different things i've got footage so you, you lot are probably gonna be looking at it while we um speak about this because i've got a lot of footage because yeah. i went um maybe like five years ago yeah um but yeah it was just fun and i'm sure people in london have they do this stuff as well but i feel like to do that sort of stuff, you'd have to go out of London. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I just, I'm just i sure a lot of you lot can relate because not all of you lot from London, some of you lot from like outskirts yeah, and yeah. Manchester and this and that. But, but that yeah. was, you know them like moments in your childhood? Do you yeah. not just miss that? You know, like near our nan's house yeah. where there was that like swing. Do you remember there was that swing near um, Khalti Louise's house? Oh, I think I remember what you're talking about. I remember something. Yeah. But like, that was like in the countryside with yeah, all the countryside. fields. countryside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so lit. Like living that lifestyle, I think is the best. As a, like, that's how I want my kids to live. I want them to be in an area where there's We're woods, old. nature and forest and they're out exploring and doing things, not stuck on like an iPad indoors. Yeah, Matt. Why? Who is in control of this earth? Yeah, I saw a TikTok as well explaining that a lot of, kids are stunting their like imagination because you just give them an iPad to watch. Whereas back in the day, when you were bored, you would just like, I would just draw for ages. Like, I could do the massive page of like doodles of little things. You're like working your brain. Whereas now they just give them an iPad and you're like, they just watch a YouTube video. That's Baby insane. Is that still a thing? Yeah, it is. You know what's mad? We were the last generation. Yeah. Like it's, I used to find it weird that our little brother didn't like want to go out or like knock on people's doors or like, we yeah. were the last generation and I literally, 
I literally remember, we spoke about this before, but I remember when we were younger in, at our nans and I would pretend to be like a vet. Me and Ayob and was <laughs> yeah. it you as well? No, nah, I, I used to catch you lot doing it. Me and my cousin Brahim would like, this is like, we'd play, play, dress up. We I was too cool for that. Well, I thought I was too cool for that. I used to go chill with Brahim's older brother and try to play basketball with him because I wanted to be like, I used to see him and be like, I want to be like him. So whatever he used to do, I used to like follow so him about. So he was like busy stunting and we were having fun. Yeah. We'd pretend to be vets, but we'd actually act it out, guys. So we'd go to like the park or the woods and we'd find like bugs oh my God, this is so weird. And we were literally children and we'd be like, quick, we've got a patient, run him in. And we'd like bring in like a ladybird <sighs> that we found a moth once that was giving birth. And we were like, we have to save it. But for some reason, we genuinely thought we were saving that's it. That's like, so traumatic for the moth. <laughs> no, because we thought we were saving it. And we, that's what we would actually... What's the opposite of like a serial killer? You know, like when they're younger, they kill animals. You're there trying to save them. Is that a good thing? Yeah. Because it's a similar sensation. Like, although you were trying to save it, you probably hurt it a little bit so you could like fix it up. No, what the hell? Oh, it definitely got hurt. No, but back to my original point is, would you move to Dubai? Yeah, sorry. You haven't even been there. I um, went off topic. Sorry, guys. That happens sometimes. <laughs> um, so my view on this is I've never been there because I feel like people glorify Dubai so much and it would always give me the ick because you know me I'm not a materialistic person yeah but when you think of Dubai you think of luxury you think of nice restaurants and just lifestyle right mm -hmm. and that's never been me so I've ne I've always been like like it gives me the ick a little bit that yeah. people are basically like stunting but it's a beautiful country and I know this already like yeah amazing stuff it's just not what I'm about the thing is yeah I actually I do agree with you and I've I, when I went there, I think my opinion changed a little bit, but it still stayed the same at the same time. Like, there was a bit of a shift. First of all, I enjoyed it way more than I expected to. Yeah. Even though I'm not really like a city person, I prefer like more going somewhere with beautiful views or this stuff. It was really nice there, I can't lie. Yeah. Very, very nice. And it's just nice being in like a Muslim country as well. Yeah. But at the same time, I f like this, because I've been thinking about it as well, like, I eventually want to move out of the UK, let's be yeah. honest. Money, the, the money situation is better out there as well. Tax, all that stuff. We all know the good stuff. Um, and I have enjoyed myself there. And it could be a possibility. But at the same time, the only thing is about, about Dubai is you're basically confined to that one city where I, the part of me likes to be in a country where like I can drive a few hours and be in a whole different environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also whilst you're there, like I remember I was in my hotel room. I just looked out. Because obviously it's man-made. Like It's just flat. There's not like I felt like I could just see forever, like yeah. out into the horizon. There's nothing. Like, that would bug me out. It just felt really weird that everything was flat and like leveled instead of like some like hilly bits and like it was. It's kind of weird. I, I'll show you a picture as well. Of it's me, like, like bare animated. Like this, and yeah, it just looks like a, like a fake world. But at the same time, it is really nice. You were um, remember what you told me about when you were on the beach? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was like must have been like f three a.m. I went on the beach. Um, and I was looking at like the view and everything. It was it was nice back of the city and stuff like that. Yeah. And then like I was on my phone for a second. I was on my own by the way. And then I walk off the beach. There's no one around. It's it's like I'm on the quieter side. And as I'm walking off, all I start hearing behind me is I turn around. Someone's sweeping the sand back onto the beach. That's actually <laughs> I like, insane. I was like, what? It's actually like a movie. Like but the thing is, at the same time, like. As much as that was cool because they're keeping it clean, I was like, I felt bad for the work, like the worker. Like, what are they you paying feel bad you? For like? the, yeah, I hope I don't know how much you're getting paid. I don't know. Like, the sometimes work I think, like, yeah, I don't, I don't. I, I feel like a lot of people from other countries go there and they might take. A, I don't know if they take advantage of the situation. I don't know either, but I don't like want to speak on it because I don't know how they're getting paid. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they got a job and they are getting paid. But I, that's why I'm happy. But and I'm, ho I'm just praying that it's 
like they're not being like stingy. Ethical, yeah. Sorry, Eth- like ethical. you're in a like rich ass country. You've mm-hmm. got all this luxury going on. You have to be paying these people a good amount. Oh I'm no, sorry. of course, yeah, but uh, I don't know. We never know. But I was gonna say, oh damn, what was I gonna say? Um, forgot, and it was kind of interesting. Sweeping. Like, yeah. Okay, before that, what are you speaking about? Before I was talking that? about being on the beach, looking in. It's nice, luxury. And that the view and everything. I and forgot. I was, it's gone. Yeah. Anyway, but <clears throat> I do say it's nice. I want to go to like Amman or Kuwait and like visit these places. The only thing is, yeah, as much as like it's nice, I feel like a lot of them are moving towards more of like a Western. But stuff. that's just the like, world. Like if I wish they could do it where it's like modern, but keep keep the culture. Don't become the yeah, West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? I agree. Um, but I've never been. I. Probably will go, especially because like it's just hot. And you haven't really travelled much. You know what it is, yeah. I want to travel, right? Mm-hmm. But the process of travelling is so overwhelming for me. Mm. Like the planning it and then the making—it's just very. So I want to, but it's just a big thing for me to mm. go because it's not just like. Don't get it twisted. I'm very spontaneous. Most of the the um, holidays I've been on have been I've decided a day before, or a week before. Yeah. Um, but. It's just like, maybe that's why they're overwhelming for me. But you go to like, I feel like, do you, do you find a sense of comfort going back to similar places? I like, why haven't you traveled? Actually, yeah, long flight. Could you do like a long flights? It's not, it's just a flight. And also, my immune system's really bad and mm-hmm. I always get ill on yeah, holiday. Yeah, to be honest, Like, yeah. I, I went to Morocco, what, last year? And I was went into hospital three times. Can't actually, if you're going where I'm going in, in like a week, you probably wouldn't come back alive. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I always get ill, and I think that also I'm allergic to aircon. I don't know if you know this. Allergic? You actually found out you're allergic? As in, like, whenever it's on, I'm sick. No, I think there's people that can't come to aircon, come to aircon, have <coughs> aircon on because they're sensitive to cold. Maybe not like allergic no, to I aircon. I heard this is what it is. Because the aircon systems aren't new and there's dust and stuff in them, and then when it turns on, you're like allergic to the dust that mm-hmm. is being circulated through the air, if that makes sense. Okay. But going on holiday with someone who has to have aircon on, and then you've got me who I I literally would rather be hot. Yeah. Turn the aircon on for five minutes and this and that, but then someone who has to have it on twenty four seven is stressful. That is stressful. And like you feel bad for the both. The thing is, I'm quite similar to you. Yeah. Um, so I, I've had this issue forever, by the way. It's only been fixed um, in the last year. Um, I, for some reason, my internal temperature or when I'm sleeping, that is always cold. Like That's I'm good. always freezing. Even in summer, there's times where sometimes I'll sleep with a hoodie on because I literally wake up with sore throats all the time. Oh yeah, you are like that. And I didn't realize that it was an internal like temperature thing or like being cold, even though I'm always cold in bed um, until I got a heated blanket, by the way, haven't had a sore throat since. I sleep with a heated blanket on, so my back and everything, it like heats up my body. So the whole night I'm like warm. I haven't woke oh, up with sore throats. Oh, you had this issue, innit? I used to wake up with sore throat all the time. I used to always have to have, uh, um, what are they called? Strepsils? Yeah. Literally every morning wake up, I'm like, oh, like I hate that feeling. And I haven't had it in forever because of the heated blanket. So I'm similar with aircon. Like if I go on holiday, I would rather sleep through the heat than have yeah. aircon on because I wake up it, like not ill ill but i wake up really sore yeah, throat yeah and eventually turns into ill ill so i just a quick one on to what you just said your wife like you realize that you're not like that and you're oh yeah like my wife's the opposite like so you guys have to, you literally put the heated blanket on your yeah side. we have a, a dual one that has like one heated yeah one it's, so, it's stressful like it's weird that, like how people can be so different yeah you have like different and it's annoying body temperatures like in the day i'm i'm hot 
and she's cold. Like she's she, she's always covering up in the day, and, night, and I'm always yeah. like hot. I'm, I'll be I walk around the house in like a t-shirt and shorts, even when it's a bit. Do you know what I mean? And then we, it's almost like it switches at night. I don't know how that works. I don't know anything about this. I'm not going to lie. But what I do know is that it's good to sleep. It's good. Do you sleep well? Do you, would you say you sleep well? Um, I think I told you, didn't I? Like ever since I got married, I used to be the type of person that could never sleep. I'm talking always anxious when going to bed. So your quality of sleep was bad? My sleep was terrible. Oh. I found it hard to fall asleep in the all the time. Mm. And then I think I realized what it was because when I moved out and... And obviously got married and everything, and even wife. She describes me. She doesn't know me as anything other than he just falls asleep so quickly and yeah, so easily. Yeah. And I realize I what I think it is is that comfort. Like I think there was a lot of trauma built into yeah, yeah. living at home and in a home environment. I'm like really I, yeah, I used to wake up and like sometimes in my head I would hear shouting downstairs as if it's yeah, still no, happening no, from like spoke about this. yeah from growing up in it. And now I think being in a household that i know there's no it there's no like problems like there i just like i knock out easy yeah 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 i do i i get what you're saying mine what i'm about to say doesn't really relate to that much i'll be honest with you um but because i've been watching andrew huberman guys Mm -hmm. please watch him the huberman the huberman lab podcast Um, he basically speaks about sleep and like quality of sleep and the best sleep you can have is in cool temperatures Mm. and i don't know if you know this but when you wake up you know when you randomly wake up in like your just randomly whether that's in the middle of the night or in the morning it's usually because your body temperature has gone up so you'll wake up because you're hot okay i don't know if you know that but that's why we wake up yeah we wake up when we're like we've reached a certain body temperature that's why maybe in nightmares you'd work you'd wake up because you're sweating from like yeah or like you're a lot's going on and you're you're you've got anxiety i guess and your body temperature's going up so but how come for me i like i've been sleeping you're just weird yeah you're not real you're not here right now (laughs) This is all a dream. But it kind of does make sense. And I'm not lying to you. I do remember, and I and I wish I could uh, experience this again because of the way I've been sleeping now to stop waking up with sore throats. I haven't had this experience in a while. But I, one of the, my top favorite things I've had to list in this world, top favorite experiences, is waking up when I like in, in the middle of the night and the cover's like falling off or something, and you're freezing, and then you pick it back up, and like you know you just bundle yourself in it but you're like still half asleep and you're cold but you start to warm up and fall asleep yeah that's one of the best feelings ever it is i agree because i like sleeping cold but the only annoying thing is when your feet are cold yeah my feet like so if you have socks on and you do that banging but without socks but what you on about (laughs) did you like imagine the right thing yeah you said when you wake up in the middle of the night and then you cover yourself with a blanket yeah no like with your cover do they if it's like come off a little bit or it's fallen to the side you're not fully covered yeah and I said, but it's annoying when your feet are cold. Oh, I just can't imagine it being like lower down and maybe no, covering your feet. Like, anyway. <laughs> it's a sick experience. What would you say is one of the, like life experiences that you really enjoy? Like the small things. Like another one for me is like, this is such an English thing. But like, sometimes I enjoy just having an English tea with a digestive biscuit. Yeah. And you just dip it in. It just hits. I do agree. I'm not going to lie. Tea just... A British tea yeah. just slaps sometimes. With a biscuit. Like, you know when it gets like, all sort of, oh, so banging. I want to like, remember all the things I enjoyed in life. As you asked me, what would you say is one of the things, I think you said enjoy. I just remembered that. And I wanted to tell you guys the story at the beginning, but I'm telling you now. So, mm-hmm. I had like a life, like once in a lifetime opportunity moment happen to me. Yeah. Literally yesterday. Oh, okay, yeah. And obviously I told you about yeah, it already. Yeah. But, Guys, when I tell you, I think that that is the most happiness and peace and contentment that I've felt in the whole of 2023. Um, like, I don't know how to, it's a different feeling. Mm. So basically, I have a friend and 
like this friend has always well has been thinking about islam like for years like before i even knew them like they just grew up with a lot of muslim friends mm -hmm. and they would like they know about it like they use like the terms like inshallah mashallah do you know what i mean yeah you know we just know about it and i would like drop hints not drop hints because i never want to be the one to force it but i'd like drop it in a conversation yeah. Why don't you be a Muslim? And they're like, yeah. you know what? Yeah, like my relationship with God is this. And I've, I've always thought about it. But, you know, I just want to do research, whatever. So, yeah. I was texting them yesterday. Yesterday. And they were just like speaking to me about like, I think they were having a bit of a stressful day. And then I was like, to go to the mosque. No, that's not what happened. Sorry. They were like talking about like having a bit of a stressful day. And then about an hour later, they text me and they were like, Oh, um, Nisran, do you know any meditation apps? Mm -hmm. Like apps for meditation. You know when you just feel like you need some something spiritual? Yeah, just that feeling of like, allow you to like take in and just release at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And by the way, I don't want to, I don't, when I speak to them, I don't want to mention Islam too much because I can tell they're similar to me in a sense where when you feel like something's being pushed on you, you want to run away of from course. it. Of course. I don't, I think that is the best tactic says tactic like we're trying to like worm our <laughs> way in but you know what i mean i think you should never push anything on anyone ever you the best thing to do at most time is to be to set the example of a good muslim a good person they see your character and, and maybe that's what attracts them to the idea of being a muslim if they if you're a non-muslim and every person you know who's muslim has an amazing character and they, they yeah. treat people well you're gonna start questioning yeah, it, yeah, do you yeah, know what yeah I mean? that's true that is true actually and um, but yeah i know what you mean you, you want to be you don't want to force it because it has to be their own journey. They can't force yeah. themselves into something it's or push something, them away. And they already, like, before I even mentioned it, they had been, they know stuff, like, mm -hmm. they know parts of Surat al-Fatiha, like, do you know okay, what I mean? Okay, okay, yeah. So it's not like a thing where I'm like, you do this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they texted me and they said, listen, do you know, like, any apps for meditation? And I was thinking, meditation, honey, I'm Muslim, I pray. <laughs> and I said... You can still meditate as well. No, I know. <laughs> you I can. Heard that, I heard that it's um, haram. What? I'll tell you why. Be careful when you say things. Ayub, I heard that it's haram. I'm not saying it is haram. And from, I heard it's haram. And this is why I heard, always do your own research. Sorry, but if you're, ta if you're taking Islamic advice from, from a, a convertible hijabi on a <laughs> podcast where she's got full of makeup, sorry, but you need to be questioning. I'm joking. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like he thinks that we're... Did you just say convertible hijabi? Yeah, yeah everyone calls it... It's what everyone else so says. I'm joking. Anyway, so I heard that you're not supposed to do meditation because apparently the reason people meditate is to like summon jinns and things like that. Oh. So. But it is also about your intention. Anyway, do your research. I heard that is shirk, but do your research. Mm. So I'm thinking I pray, and it is a form of meditation, but in like the way that is good for us. Yeah. Um. And I said, I literally just replied to the text, "Go to the mosque." Like, <laughs> go to the mosque now. <laughs> I just said, "Go to just go to the mosque." And then obviously they've never been to a mosque. They don't know where to start. Like, I'd be so sure, I can't lie. And this is why I say, it, just wait, okay? Yeah. <laughs> this, my mind is blown. So I said, go to a mosque and imagine you don't know anything about mosques. Yeah. Like at all, anything. They replied to me, they were like, oh yeah, don't you like have to go on Fridays and like you have to like let them know you're coming. I was like, mm. you can walk into any mosque right now. Oh, but I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. I don't know if what I'm wearing is appropriate. Da, da, da. And I was like, look, do not even worry. You can walk into any more, speak to anyone you want. I promise you they're very welcoming. Yeah. And then they replied and they were like, really? And I was like, yeah. And then what I decided to do just to like ease it a little bit. And it was literally just a case of they wanted to pray. Yeah, like, yeah. They literally just wanted to go and pray because... They needed it in that in It wasn't life. a case of I want to be a Muslim. It was yeah. like I need something, like I need some peace in my heart. Yeah. 
So then um, what I decided to do is find out where they were and then I called Rafiq. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone knows Rafiq, his friend. Because he knows about like the Islamic... Like he just in connect with a lot of um, different imams and scholars and just people that are, are learned and understand yeah. the religion and the din and, in, and involved in different mosques. He's like... He's like, you know when people go on bar crawls and that stuff a lot. But he, he like has been to every single mosque. He like is connected <laughs> he does to everyone. A mosque crawl. <laughs> um, so then I called Rafiq and I said, Rafiq, look, I've got a friend and you know, they're not Muslim, but they like they feel a connection with it, but they just want to go to a mosque and just pray, like th- whatever. And I said, Look, can you recommend I said, This is the location, what's the nearest one? Can you recommend and is there anyone there that can kind of show them when they come in, like, look, you take your shoes off first and then you do the Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like imagine someone just walks in, goes into a mosque, doesn't know to take their shoes off and then yeah. you feel uncomfortable because like everyone's looking at you because you got walk into the wrong section. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Rafiq was like, I've got the perfect person for you the perfect mosque is my favorite mosque and um, it was in like west london he called rafiq called his guy and then was like this is a guy he's waiting and it's, i said rafiq you have to promise me that your guy because he's a very young guy he does a lot of youth work i said rafiq you have to promise me your guy is not going to like pressure not that he would mm. i just had to make sure pressure this person like they're not saying they want to be a muslim they're literally going in there for five ten minutes yeah, yeah. that's it they just get a feel and you know they want some peace. Yeah. And he was like, listen, I promise you that's not the case. It's like friendly vibes. They'll just show them what to do. So I sent the number to my friend. They were like to me, oh yeah, I'm here now. And then obviously I was nervous. And I was like, yeah, just look, go in there for five, 10 minutes. So even if you don't want to pray, I said, just see if that's what you need right now. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So then like 10 minutes go by and I'm like, mm, a bit nervous. Like, mm. And then 20 minutes goes by and I'm like, I thought this was going to be like a five minute thing. Like yeah. I'm no pressure. Do you know what I mean? And if 30 minutes goes by and I'm literally there like, okay, what if they've left and they got pressured they like a bad and they just didn't yeah. want to speak to me yeah. and they didn't want to update me and they needed space. And if 40 minutes goes by and then an hour goes by and I'm there like stressing. stressed and I'm like, what's going on? And then an hour and a half goes by and then I get a call and then I literally instantly answer the call and I'm like, like I swore, I said, what took you so... I was like, oh, FNL, mate. Like, what took you so long? Mm-hmm. Basically, like, what were you doing? But yeah. I swore. And then they literally replied to me and they were like, guys, this was like, oh my God, literally goosebumps. They replied to what I said straight away. The first thing they said is, oi, calm down. None of that, mate. Mm-hmm. I just took my shahada. Like, no, nah, that's sick. That's such a sick experience as well. And I don't know, there's something, um, it's nice knowing that someone has started a new chapter in their life in a sense, because once you make that step of like becoming a Muslim, Although it can be gradual, like obviously you're not, there's no rushing. You take your time. There's no, like they say, it's like a grow, uh, flower growing. You, you don't just all of a sudden become perfect. But there's going to be, they're gonna, that person's going to change, inshallah, for the better. Inshallah. And it's nice knowing that they're like, you've put, not you've put someone, but you know someone's now on a, on a path that's in the right direction. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that is something. And I think this goes for any religion, to be honest, whether you're Christian or Jewish or anything. Um, when you think about your friends that are not the same religion as you, you want the best for them, obviously. Yeah, of course. So there's a lot of times where like, sometimes I see my friends and I'm like, oh, like I don't pressure anyone, but I really wish that they would like look into Islam. And but they think the same about you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And they're probably thinking, oh, I wish they would look they're into like, Christianity. Oh, my friends go in hell. You're like, <laughs> my friends go in hell, but I love you. And they're both like, you both want each other to Literally. be each other's religion. Yeah. And um, I think that's why it could be such a warming thing, knowing that, oh, you feel like they've made the right decision and they're, do you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, that can be a beautiful feeling. I can see how that, how that. 
it was, it was nice. It was very nice. And it was more just, I think the reason I had like tears in my eyes was more because I was like, God is good. Because I remember I just made dua mm -hmm. and I was like, please just like let, like there be like a feeling of peace. Because that's what I've, when I think of my religion, I just think peace, like yeah. actual genuine happiness. And I'm like, I know this person needs it. Please just let it be there. And I just felt like, yeah, they got God that feeling. Answered my prayers. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was one of the best things ever. Like, literally, woke up this morning so happy. I don't know how to explain it. Mm. And it just shows you that it's the little things in life that it's not materialistic things that will bring you peace, happiness, and like get you through your day and like have a little spring in your step. It's more just like uh, I think there is impact on people's lives. Sorry, Karen. yeah, I think there is so much strength in the ability to like build faith or have that comfort in your heart that you're doing something that's not based on like a worldly um meaning in a sense or that result mean? result like i don't know how to explain it i think when i think back to the times in my life that i've been the most content in my heart are those moments where i've had like a really pure connection whether it's in prayer where i felt like i've got my doors off and i've like just had an amazing prayer or even when I think back to when I like started becoming more religious that's like some of my happiest times because I just remember although there was, I was filled with such there was uh, so much stress was going on but at the same time I was the closest I was to Allah so I think to myself how was I so like content in my heart I used to initially I don't know if you remember there was a point in our lives in our family where like things had just like messed up. Yeah. The whole family was like torn right, apart. let's not... No, I'm going to go into detail. Let's not overshare on the internet. <laughs> We're leaving that in 2022. But no, the whole family was like torn apart. That was around the time that I got the most religious. And everything that would happen, it was so easy for me to just be like, I'm just going to die one day. Like this stuff doesn't matter. I'm just going to focus on what I'm focusing on. When I think, if I was to go through that now, and I know I, I think I still have a level of Iman, but I don't think it's as strong as it was then. Do you know what I mean? Where like anything could happen and I was just like, I'm literally going to die one day. None of this stuff matters as long as I'm trying my hardest. Do you no, know what I mean? No, no, no. I want to stop you there because you said you don't think that your iman is as strong, right? But I think we need to get rid of this toxic mindset of... Wait, let me finish. Of like, there's a level, mm -hmm. right? So there's your iman has to be strong enough for you to really feel this everything and it's fine. But then again, I know I'm not making excuses, but sometimes you have chemical imbalances in your brain. You have PTSD, you have trauma and... Your 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 iman is high and you're there, but this bit you can't control. It's the same way as saying if your iman was um, if your iman was um, strong enough and your legs broken, you would be able to walk to that door. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm, no, I, the thing is, I do get what you're saying, and that does make sense. But iman, iman, iman. Sorry, I say iman. Um, <laughs> you just got you just got a sheikh there. Like, pick, I am strong in, enough. You up. I'll take it to the door. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get, I get what you're saying. I do feel like sometimes I do feel like there's a there's there's a difference though. Like there's a difference in what part of your soul anything comes from. Whether there's depression and then there's the man which comes from a different. It's not your brain, bro. That's like that's in your heart and your soul. Yeah, I agree with you. So there's people that can be depressed, but guess what? The thing that's stopping them from get over that thing is because they've got a strong. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I do agree. You can still be sad every day, but still have this hope in your heart that your Allah's going to no, save you. No, but 100. That's you know what all. Mean? That's I'm not going to lie. So I feel like their sources are completely different. No, but what, the reason I mention it is to tell you don't 
put yourself down no, and think, course, yeah. oh, I was so much better then. And just maybe give yourself some grace and say, mm. No, but what I mean is, is I feel like I was, like it's the same as having sabr and that stuff. I feel like, although I'm not bad now, I just feel like back then it was a lot stronger. Do you know what I mean? Like I was able to get through things with maybe a little bit more patience and a little bit more thing. And to be honest, the reason I'm saying it is because anything I'm going through now is nothing near to that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel it. like my reactions are different. Yeah, I agree. I, I do agree. Um, but that's why Allah gives you as much as you can handle, innit? Yeah, and true. Yeah, I've, I've kind of, especially with what's happening in Palestine, I have reached a point of like a bit too much of, okay, worst comes to worst, this happens, this happens. Who cares about anything in this life anymore? Yeah, so like I the, think the world is, is gone. I don't care. Okay, We're this gonna is going to happen. Okay, it's, it's nice, it's comforting in a sense. Can you explain not what you mean though? You mean not caring, not that you're not caring about the situation? No, of course not. The as in like, um, I mean, like, let's say something bad happens in my life or I get a bad email. Instead of there, sitting there stressing for a week and I'm like, look, respect it, even if that does happen, okay, boo-hoo. Like, you're not, you've gone deeper. You've made it look like you're saying that about Palestine. You're not. You're talking about. They know I'm not speaking about. Palestine. I know, but I just want to be clear that you're talking about. Stop! 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 We're gonna die one so, day, so you've accepted that the world is just messed up. I need to explain this because I probably am waffling. When I see the situations in Palestine, Congo, Sudan, all the tragedies around the world, it makes me not care about these things that I would once stress about oh, a okay, lot. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I would usually stress about this for a week, but now I have it in my head where I'm like. Okay, worst case scenario, I think of it and I'm like, it's not that deep. There's like... Worst things going on, basically. The world's going to end one day. Am I going to sit and cry about this in my grave? Do you know what I mean? Your personal stuff, yeah. I'm not going to care about my... Ayo, of course they know it's my personal I know, stuff. I don't know why my... I just... I don't know what my brain's doing. They know I'm not speaking about... <laughs> okay, sorry. I just don't know what my brain's doing. Like, You haven't made a clear distinction whilst talking, so I keep getting lost in Ayo, what you're saying. you know why I don't need to make a clear distinction? Because it's obvious, Obviously, yeah, I'm not I saying know. I don't care about... I'm yeah. talking about my own thing. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Sorry. Try to make that clear. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I do feel you as well. I feel like one of the things that I make a dua for a lot when I'm praying is for Allah to take away his attachments I have to the dunya in this world. Because I get I lost in it sometimes. stupid world. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't care about this stuff anymore. And then all of it's so hard to be someone who's trying to be like ambitious and work to achieve certain goals in your life <laughs> and also have a balance of understanding that you're not going to be getting here. your heart attached to that yeah. dunya. Dunya. And then like, sometimes I'm at a good balance and then all of a sudden I notice my heart gets attached to the results that I want. Yeah. And I forget, bro, I'm not even here for life. Like, just... I need to prioritise what matters. It's you know so I mean? hard, man. I, I think that's something that a lot of people are struggling with, mm. especially me and I'm sure a lot of the viewers and listeners. So, speaking about the devastating situation in Palestine right now, mm -hmm. um, I wish to show you something because it was a bit mad and I saw this a couple months ago, but I don't know why I didn't bring it up till now. So there was a guy that tweeted... Basically, there was a woman that tweeted a photo of a Palestinian child in a rubble. So he was in a rubble and obviously when you've got rubble on you and when you get out of these houses that have been destroyed, you've got like... Debris the, and dust. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's a photo of the poor child like crying with it on his face and mm. obviously his skin colour has changed. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to post a photo. We're going to blur it out. Mm -hmm. um, but... He's just crying, basically. It's not anything graphic. He's mm. just crying. And it's a very sad photo, basically. Mm. And there was someone that tweeted it, and she's tweeted Gaza today. And then there was a Twitter account of, like, a pop... I'd say a popular Twitter person. Mm -hmm. um, and he basically photoshopped it 
And I'm not sure if you've heard of something called Fair and Lovely, but it's a skin lightening cream that they use in different countries. So you know how the beauty standard in other countries is, and even here to be fair, the beauty standard everywhere mm -hmm. is to basically be lighter. A lot of people do skin bleaching where it's creams and over time your skin gets lighter. Mm -hmm. And what he done is he photoshopped like a photo of a woman and then each um, thing was lighter. You can add it on the screen here. Each section was lighter. And then right at the very end, he added the photo of the Palestinian child. Do you see? And then he put fair and lovely and he was trying to act like... What the fuck? Go on. Sorry, guys. Go on his... No, no, wait, wait. So he was basically trying to say, like, this is the new ad for Fair and Lovely. I just don't... Wait, wait, wait. <sighs> this is so Before you get into it, right? Because, yeah, it's, we know that that's, you don't have a heart. You're an evil person. Um, the reason I mention it, this is messed up, okay? But the reason I mentioned it is because... Okay, so he then replied. A lot of people were, like, outraged, mm. rightfully so. And he replied to it. And he goes, I'm really sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Really sorry, everyone. I'm feeling embarrassed of this tweet. Didn't know Fair and Lovely isn't a good cream and shouldn't be endorsed at all. So he's taking he's taking the piss even yeah. more at us, basically. Like he's anyway. <laughs> so about I think two three weeks later, mm -hmm. what happened to him? He didn't die, did he? He died of a heart attack, but the way he died, which is rumored allegedly, is that he was on the toilet and he had a heart attack. And he was thirty. He was healthy. Like he was completely healthy like 30 year old and he was tweeting some terrible things mm. and in the replies it was like people replying to him like but like just wishing like the worst on him and then apparently this is alleged he definitely died um but allegedly it was it was definitely of a heart attack and he definitely died um but apparently a friend of his said that he was literally on the toilet mid like using the toilet and that's how he was found do you know what? I'm I'm not I'm not gonna say anything on this topic yeah, yeah. other than religiously I've heard and then it's hundred percent, but you die the way you were living. Yeah. And that and he was talking that, shit on his whole page. That just sums everything up. Like I think uh, I don't know. I don't want to say too much because that was pissing you, me off. But I don't want to like also yeah, say the course. wrong thing online. But yeah, because you should ne no no matter what the situation, never talk bad about the dead. But it's more just the fact that that happened and mm. his whole twitter page um you can go and check for yourself guys how people don't have hearts man i don't understand like even if was he israeli himself no he was um he wasn't israeli he was he was indian it says here oh, okay yeah. on the 29th of october a young social media right-wing influencer who is fame who's famous by the handle smoke smoking kills 07 passed away due to a uh, heart i Anyway, cut that out. <laughs> I'm not going to cut that out. No! <laughs> so what? You messed up a little bit of reading. You said, I've got insecurities. I don't know what that word Let me means. See. Oh, what the? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to do any better. No, okay. So yeah, I've got this. You can add it on the screen. Yash, um, the person behind the handle, was not even 30 years old. And yeah, that's apparently him. Yeah, okay. Stuff a But yeah, it's just, it oh. was just, to me, that was just very insane. Because he died, I think. I think that's like, what comes around goes around type I, of thing. I'll be honest with you. I believe in karma. Mm -hmm. As in, karma as in like, you do bad, you're not going to have good. And it comes from Allah in a sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Not in a sense, it all comes from Allah. Yeah. So it's a case of like, you were like, you, you were. Can you say I don't, don't know if you can. What you mean is you believe There's that if you, do, if you do bad, yeah. bad will come. And yeah. it's obviously, yeah. I That's know what, what I mean. And I just think it's a case of you were on Twitter laughing at a child who, 
probably just lost all their family members, went mm. through the most traumatic thing ever. Regardless of your political view, regardless of what side you're on, you're laughing at a child. Yeah. And yeah, you deserve the worst in my opinion. Yeah. But it's just mad. I just thought I'd show you guys that because it's a bit mad. You guys can like go and um, check on Twitter yourself and stuff. But mm. insane. <sighs> Disgusting. Insane in the membrane. But yeah, what's wrong with you and ending our episodes on like these downers recently? I thought that was a good one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that happened to him. No, I'm joking. Sorry, but like, can I stop being so like, oh yeah, I don't want to speak. True, like even me, like I want to say something, but I can't even, I just feel like it would just. I don't want to speak bad about someone yeah, who's yeah. not alive. Yeah, but respectfully, look, in yeah, respectfully. Yeah, I'll be honest. Like some people deserve some things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Guys, thank you again for tuning in. <laughs> That's quite funny. I thought it was a good one. Yeah, that is bad. I'm not laughing. I don't know. Am I? I don't know. Yeah, am, like, I allowed to, am I allowed to be happy that happened? Because I'm not. But yeah. then like... Yeah, I don't know. Did he deserve it? Like, damn. Uh, uh, stuff like that. Anyway, so guys, thank you for coming back to another episode. We love you lots so much. Honestly, um, yeah, you might notice another episode with the same outfits on, but it's because I'm away. So just mind your business and enjoy the episode. Um, Nishun... Where can they find you? You can find me crying on my pillow. Oh, no. No. You can find me smiling on my pillow. You can find me at Instagram on Instagram and TikTok. You can find me at Kelo Kasha on all social media platforms. Don't forget, don't forget to follow social... Oh, my God. Dang. Don't forget to follow... What do I even say? You can find me at all social media... No, you can find me at Kelo Kasha on all social media platforms. Don't forget to follow Sally Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Guys... We will see you lot next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. You are the best. We are the best. Chicken noodle soup with some chicken breast. When I came to your crib, yeah, you know I did it like that. When I rap on the beat, yeah, I rap real crap. That's a lie. I'm the best. Then I'm rapping on this beat with the bread. All right. So uh, one day it was gonna be good. I just need more, more like mental practice, preparation. Bro, you're so silly because you could. See I don't need practice. Go no. beat right now. Let's talk just, just please do you a beat. You could spend a week actually doing up a whole thing and then pretend to. like I'm okay. sick. I don't need to go. Yo, listen, listen. She told me to practice. I don't need that. When I'm on the mic, you know that I breathe that. Coming natural like I'm breathing that breath air. When I rap like this, yeah, you know I go clear. Yeah, I'm going real clear. When I rap on the mic, I do it like this. Do it like that. And I got my sis on my right. She making the beat. And we're rapping on podcast, doing it like that. No, that was bad. Almost messed up. But yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. See you next time. Peace. Bye.